millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm holding in my hands a couple of compact discs in a case, and therefore the game Jonah Lomu Rugby with brochures and instructions and extra information, and signed by Jonah Lomu. I'm in the Pacific Cultures Collection Store, on the ground floor of Te Papa's main building. Just go through the door behind the Blue Whale's Heart, with Sean Mallon, Senior Curator, Pacific Culture. Senior because I've been here a long time. I still think I'm pretty young. When does this date from? Well, this game was released in 1997. It was developed in the UK, but the disc case itself features Jonah Lomu in a very memorable running pose, looking very intimidating and formidable. When he's at a distance, you don't get a real good sense of how big, but as he got closer... Naitahu COO, broadcaster and die-hard Hurricanes fan Julian Wilcox would later interview Jonah, but he first encountered him as a schoolboy star. And I'm doing this ferocious hucker, trying to instil awe and fear and dread into the Wesley College first and second 15s as they're coming into my territory. I suddenly stopped and got something in my throat and the hairs in the back of my neck stood up because Jonah comes closer and closer and all of a sudden you do realise that Thor is actually coming to Teotihuacan College. They don't build him like that anymore. He's in mid-stride. He's in mid-stride. There's his imprinted signature there and the PlayStation logo, which most households in New Zealand that have teenagers would be aware of. Everything seems to be going their way at the moment. More than 20 years on, Jonah Lomu PlayStation is outdated. Although the basic concept would still be recognisable today. It's like watching a rugby game on television, except you're in control. The details of how to play were always challenging. It's very untidy. There's quite a lot to get your head around. I still struggle sometimes with the consoles and the number of controls that you have to deal with. And the commentators, Bill Beaumont, now chairman of World Rugby, and Bill McLaren, they sound like they're from a different world. Digs like a demented mole there. It was considered a classic, but still, there are 15,000 objects in this storeroom, and they tend to be more traditional links to the Pacific, like tapa cloth. So there's lots of ways that um, this object can tell a number of stories for us, and it's something that a lot of people have engaged with video game platforms, you know, they, when this game circulates around the world and makes it into living rooms, you can have people in Japan, Russia, England, United States, Australia, New Zealand, they've got a Pacific Islander and a Tongan in their living room. So what does that mean? There's, there's a way in which pop culture moves Lomu, moves images of rugby and history with it as it circulates around the world and kids play it. And the world turns on Jonah Lomu, not just rugby. Professional sport changed forever the day Jonah scored those four tries against England. This was more than just the game. You know, we now know that as a result of what Jonah did, the world became interested in rugby. 
Julian is, of course, talking about the 1995 Rugby World Cup semi-final and how rugby's professional era was launched off the back of one man. Jonah becomes this global brand. Jonah becomes the ambassador of sport in New Zealand. Jonah becomes, you know, rugby itself across the world. You know, Jonah's got the Jonah Burger at McDonald's. Jonah is professional sport in New Zealand. But Jonah is the reason why the world becomes interested not just in rugby, the world becomes interested in the All Blacks. They won't like that. He's one of a kind. When these games first came out, it was interesting that the rugby bosses chose a Pacific Islander and a Tongan to represent the game. And this was part of the marketing of Jonah Lomu within the marketing of the international game. So you have this Tongan man from New Zealand becoming the face of international professional rugby. And that was really part of a bigger story about how Pacific people contributed and became the face and most marketable commodity in the professionalisation of rugby. Along with Jonah's success on the field came the weight of public expectation. Jonah became the New Zealand brand. He became the New Zealand audience. He was the ultimate all-back player of the time with the branding and the promotions and everything else that went through it and the commercialisation of, of Jonah himself. He became a part of all of us and I don't even know whether or not he actually wanted that for himself, whether he wanted that life or not. For a long time, and even today, I think New Zealand has had a very ambivalent relationship to Pacific peoples, mm. wanting them in some instances, not wanting them in others. And, you know, Lomu's rise to prominence you know, came a decade or two after the 1970s dawn raids, when people were less than happy or very unsure about the place of Pacific peoples in New Zealand, while at the same time needing them to support industry, like industry, and do the jobs that other New Zealanders wouldn't do. And to some extent, that's still true today. But rugby, being a, a place supposedly for all New Zealanders to come together on, elevated a Pacific Islander to the top and rightly deserved. But, you know, even seeing Lomu on a cover of a CD like this sort of masks a lot of ambivalence within rugby itself yeah. around Pacific players and their, their place. We pitch and hold him as a rugby player, and yet he was much more than that. The 1998 season, Jonas struggled in that season, and I think that's at the first time that he knew he had some health issues, although he might not have known exactly what those issues were at the time. We started, people started labelling Jonah harshly, critically, for whatever reason, as being a poor performer, a poor rugby player. We don't think about that. You know, we don't think about his life. We don't think about what relationships he's going through. We just worry about the performance on the field itself. I think things have changed. I think we've become better fans, hopefully, as a result of that experience. This may feature in future exhibitions, not just about the Pacific, but perhaps about New Zealand rugby, perhaps about technology and video games. But it could also be about very specific topics. There might be a show in the future about how Pacific people, Pacific men or women, the body has been commodified or marketed around the world and what that means. You know, the massive, super athletic rugby player versus the, you know, dusky maiden or dancing girl. All these different types of um, stereotypes that uh, exist in society. That's a peach of a pass.
Ours was produced by me, Noel McCarthy and John Daniel for Bird of Paradise Productions. For Te Papa in association with Radio New Zealand. Our EP was Tim Watkin, engineered by Andre Upston. Thanks to Victoria Kelly for our theme. You can listen to every episode on iTunes and Spotify or head to RNZ's podcast page to subscribe. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.